0: i so awesome. hey.
1: Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time, as we are talking week 15 in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. Joining me today is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill?
2: It is going well, thank you,
1: Matt. All right, great to have you back. And uh, rounding out of trifecta, as always, Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig?
2: Going great, thanks.
1: All right. Now, we promised last week on the pod that we would uh, recover from uh, week 13, where we were quite terrible. And uh, boy, did we! A combined 11, 3, and 1 uh, on the week, and uh, really the only game that we horribly, horribly whiffed on was uh, uh, Craig and I were both on Jacksonville, and uh, yeah, yeah, that we, didn't well. Yeah, that that one didn't go well at all. But uh, we we were we were so far ahead on the other ones that it, it it really didn't even matter. So without further ado, we will attempt to keep that momentum train going. If you believe in momentum, which I don't, but we will still attempt. To uh, keep the momentum going Uh, into week 15. First up, the last Thursday night game of the year. After this week, it uh, switches to the Saturday games. Next week, I actually think week 16, they're doing like a uh, one o'clock, like a uh, Thanksgiving Day style three games. Yeah, triple header on the 21st. So smart. So smart of them to realize they should start doing that. Um, But here we go. Thursday. A game uh, on paper that you think uh, is is probably set in stone when you just look at the two team names. But, you know, there's a little bit of intrigue here. Uh, The New York Jets are heading to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Ravens are giving 15 at home. Um, I think – I remember thinking – That this game was... I I came in a little low. If you asked me to guess the Lions, Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal style, I probably would have said 18 for this, but I guess we've got some Lamar Jackson potentially, maybe kind of, maybe not whatsoever.
0: He's Uh, been limited to practice mm -hmm. the last two days. Uh, He said uh, a couple hours ago that yeah, he's going to play, but he's been limited to practice the last two days. Mm -hmm. This is what my theory was on this game, and I, I I don't know if the Baltimore Ravens agree with me or not, but Baltimore has a loss. Like, they've got three games left, and they can lose one. And that's assuming the Patriots win out, which I don't even know if they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could probably beat the Jets with Robert Griffin III at
1: quarterback. I think they could, yeah. This this would be the... Uh uh, remember Matt Flynn came in for the one game against uh, Matt Flynn made a lot of money for that one meaningless game against the Detroit Lions. Yes, Detroit. Yep. Perhaps Robert Griffin III could uh, it could you know resurrect something here if uh, if he were to get in this game.
0: I think that that's possible, and um, I would say that if you're the Ravens and you have a chance to avoid having a already banged up Lamar Jackson play two NFL games in five days, mm-hmm. maybe you go ahead and do that. And you make sure that Lamar is good to go for the stretch run. Even if you lose this game, you still control your own destiny for the first seed in the AFC.
1: Mm-hmm. will load management for uh, which is the. the Sure. Of the and year. again, but it's going like, like, what, to
2: be hard to find a softer game than this. Who do they have? Left? Yeah. Yeah. Home against the Jets
0: on a Thursday. What's the line in this game? If, if the Ravens come out and said Robert Griffin, the third quarterback
1: this week, what's the line of this game?
2: Probably still probably Baltimore. White, touchdown. Yeah. East, right.
1: I still think it's I still think they're giving double digits even if it's yeah. rubber Griffin sure.
2: yeah that's so fine. they go to Cleveland and then they host the the Steelers so right. n- not a difficult particularly difficult game yeah. coming up it's still so division I, matchups though two division matchups to end the year. Yeah. Right. can't can't ever oh, take I, I think you, you got to take hey, the, the W's where you can get him and I think if he's good to go and and fairly functional you put him in there I mean there's no reason to sit him just for sitting him but if, if he's you know I don't think I can run but I can throw yeah you don't play him
1: mm-hmm I um from a gambling perspective, I'm not advocating doing this but the play is t- to hold your nose and take the jets um I'm not gonna do this this is not gonna be one of my five picks because I think there's better better spots out there this week but uh, I I do believe that the play is to just hold your nose and take the Jets, especially if you, you think maybe Robert Griffin gets into this game. But, man, I I, I don't like it, is the thing. What do you think, Craig?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that the
0: Jets is probably the play, but I'm going to feel real dumb about that when Baltimore marches down, scores in their first drive, and then gets a pick six on the uh, on the Jets the first chance they get. Mm-hmm. I feel real dumb about that 15 points that I'm giving up. Or that I'm uh, taking rather, um, so I'm not going to bet on this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, I think if you if you if you have to bet if you just are aching for some action on Thursday night, uh, bet on the Jets. Yeah, you know what? Bet a props ticket. Or, Find a props ticket. Yeah, or just
1: or tease the <laughs> Ravens. Find a props ticket
0: like a normal person.
1: Yeah, or tease the Ravens down or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what do you think? Ravens minus fifteen at home, Bill.
2: Yeah. I... I think you ignore the teams and you take the Jets, but... I Baltimore has not been a team that... Betting against home teams on Thursday and I hate betting against a team that is much, 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 much better than the other team. And <laughs> the Ravens are not one of those get up by 14 and, and play comfortable teams. They're the up by 21 running end arounds to this try is, to get, yeah. uh, get another long this goal. Is,
0: this is not your older brother's Baltimore Ravens where yeah. that was the plan. This is like, oh no, we've actually got the best offense in the league. Like I, I really didn't like those teams, mostly because I didn't like Ray Lewis, but I really didn't like those old okay, Baltimore yeah. teams, but I love this lamar jackson baltimore team because it's super fun to watch
1: how yeah dare you. they're, ray lewis, they're ray exciting lewis went to the u how dare you sir
0: yeah that's <laughs> true you know who you know who didn't get a chance to go to the u two guys who died <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Don't> <laughs> no well or maybe they did we don't, i don't remember how old they were so yeah uh, the point so. stands
0: though that uh, i'm not saying ray lewis killed those guys but he knows who did
1: yeah <laughs> it's certainly dark um my goodness. Allegedly, anyway, allegedly we should say that.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I, don't, I don't want to get too. No, sued. he's convicted of obstruction justice, but you're right. Fair. Yeah. Fair. 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 Um, yeah. So we, we we're like the official recommendation is to hold your nose and take the Jets, but I think there's better spots out there, so maybe maybe consider this one to stay away. Um, let's head to Sunday afternoon games. First up. Uh, the Seahawks are heading to Carolina to take the Panthers. Carolina is spiraling as we squeak. Um, the Seahawks are laying six on the road right now in this game. Um, this is a bit interesting because there are three teams this week, uh, three games this week, you guys, where both the public and the Sharps are on the same side, and this game is one of them. So uh, Vegas has three very specific uh teams that they're rooting for this week. Uh, One of which is the Carolina Panthers because the Sharps and the public both uh, quickly came in on the Seahawks uh, when this game, I think it opened up at minus five and a half for the Seahawks and the Sharps and the public. I mean, the public were going to jump on the Seahawks anyway in this game. Um, But the Sharps were on the five and a half and now it's up to six. Um, Nobody's really weighed in on the six. But yeah, uh, Vegas are going to be big uh, Panthers fans this week. Seahawks uh, given... uh, Six on the road. Is there anything to be said for a bounce, pat, bounce back performance uh, from the Panthers? Because you're getting a home you're getting a home dog right now with a. I mean, I want to say relatively decent, but I mean, I guess that's not really true. Because despite their record, Carolina is. Uh, I mean, I guess their record's not good anyway. They're. 5-8, and, and they're they're twenty 27th in DVOA behind the Jets, for God's sake. Uh, anything to be said to maybe take the Panthers in this spot as a home dog, Bill?
2: I think the only thing you could say is uh, the, the Seahawks also looking for a bounce-back week. They played terribly, just yes. terrible, yeah. And the I'm defense gonna... played,
0: like, I didn't expect the Rams' offense to be that good, but Seattle's defense not playing well, that's par for the course. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks you know didn't Rams score a touchdown offense... on offense.
2: Like, The Rams offense played, they played well, but they were hitting wide open guys. Like this is, the Seahawks were dropping coverage left, right, and center. So I I think the Seahawks played terrible on every side of the ball. Um, I think I just want to go with, I think I like the Seahawks better here. Um, They're not great at putting pressure, but Allen will make mistakes on his own. So I I think I, uh, I take the Seahawks here.
1: Carolina getting six at home. What do you think, Crick? I kind of want the Panthers. Okay.
0: I don't know. I just got a feeling that the, the Panthers score enough in this game that they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, That's... It, it- yeah, it's a little That's in- what I think that's what I think happens. Here's the Panthers score 30-0. Seattle wins the game, but the Panthers score enough that it's competitive, so I'd rather have the 6
1: points. Yeah, it's an intriguing spot for me. I I, I have it as a stay away cuz I've just the Seahawks have had my number all year, so I'm going to I'm going to stay away from them. Uh next up, the New England Patriots and there they are right now. Watching me. <laughs> <laughs> they just they they can't not cheat, right? Like they just can not cheat and like for all the talk that the potato faces have for all the chest beating about the nine super bowls and the bill belichick is the greatest coach of all time and tom brady is the greatest quarterback of all time every single fucking aspect of this team is just tainted with the most illicit Streak of cheating and just anything they can do. It's it's quite frankly, Bill Belichick is one hundred percent the type of guy who, when he was a child and he was losing at Monopoly, he knocked the board over. He
2: he (laughs) is
1: that guy.
0: I can't remember. Did I boardwalk? to you? Yeah, yeah. Uh. It's just he is
1: one hundred percent that guy. It is. It is like. My God, like like Barry Bonds can't get in the Hall of Fame, but like Bill Belichick is gonna walk in, and Tom Brady's gonna walk in, and like, you know, steroids are one thing, but like for God's hey, sake, hey, Tom like, Brady
0: is only responsible for one of those cheatings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, he didn't
0: watch any. Yeah, he didn't
1: watch any of the footage of any of the other uh, teams to pick up on uh, their defensive patterns. Yeah, Tom Brady. Uh, like, uh, honestly, clean. I
0: have. I have no idea whether he did... Like Here's, here's the thing. You probably watched a ton of game tape. As yeah. far as the sideline single stuff, I have no idea. I would suspect Josh McDaniels has seen some, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, here's the the thing for me. and the, the explanation from the Patriots, like, oh, you know, these were uh, contractors for craft productions, blah, blah, blah. A, all Shit. stuff... Yeah, this is all stuff that happened during the uh, first Spygate. B, mm-hmm. let, let's look at it this way. You walk into... Let's say uh, gated community in Los Angeles, California, and there in the front lawn you see O.J. Let's Simpson. Call
1: it uh, Wentwood. Yeah, <laughs> let's call it, let's call it You know, Yeah, course. we'll just make it up off and the top of my head. Yeah. yeah,
0: you see O.J. Simpson holding yeah. a bloody knife, yeah. and O.J. Right. says to you, "This isn't what it looks like."
1: Yeah.
0: You would say to him, O.J., even if that's true, <laughs> if I were you, I wouldn't be walking around with bloody knives because you got into a lot of trouble for this before. <laughs> so if you like, do you say to the Patriots like? guys, I wouldn't be messing around with like skirting the rules on video, or even like, oh, we had a contractor do video for us. If I'm the New England Patriots, a team that lost thousands of dollars and a first-round draft pick for improperly videoing things, I probably would just hire someone who knows exactly what you can and can't do. And the, what apparently is the Bengals sideline for eight minutes? That's what's recorded here. Mm-hmm. The Bengals sideline for eight minutes. So I know people are saying, "Well, the Patriots would need to cheat to beat the Bengals." That's probably true. That in fact makes it even more infuriating.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's like yes. they just—they <laughs> can't not cheat. They—it's habitual at this point we talk about like infrastructure and and yeah. great stuff and like that is true because no amount of cheating that you you can do like like obviously the cheating and stuff helps them on the field but also they draft and develop supremely yes. uh, so you it's know it's like you, the it's the
0: margins they're looking for
1: exactly
0: here's, here's what i'd say about that from the, yeah. the margins perspective yeah uh yeah you get, get them a little bit of credit but a, everyone's like, oh, they don't need the cheat to beat the Bengals. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Uh, they probably don't. But is, is this the first time they got they they did this? I would suspect not. In fact, no. we know for a fact it isn't. They just probably hadn't gotten caught till now. B, oh, we were we were doing this for a documentary. It sounds like Randy and Mr. Leahy saying they were rehearsing for a play at the Blandford Recreation Center. <laughs> <Yeah. for> third. <Thursday. laughs> Secondly, um, deep cut. What what could you possibly? That was a deep cut. What could you possibly? want to put into a documentary that's eight minutes of the Cincinnati Bengals coaches on the sidelines.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, like how how
0: in the world is that going to be helpful to you? I don't know. In and a documentary. I, just, I love the what, fact what that – it, Like, it's a game the Patriots weren't even involved in. That's the thing. If maybe – if this was game was in Gillette Stadium, then, hey, maybe. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're trying to get, like, you know, behind-the-scenes coaching. Oh, we're trying to see what uh, advanced scouts do. Why are advanced scouts – like, oh, just yeah, – like, it's not just the cheating. It's the insulting our intelligence to pretend they weren't cheating afterwards.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The, 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 the arrogance, the, the, the sheer audacity and arrogance of these sc- scumbags, just flat out scumbags, like, and Bilichek ran the same stock, dumbass, like, greasy slimy lawyer lines of just like well you know i just i i I misinterpreted the rules you know and i'm like we we technically didn't break any of the confines of the rules and stuff like that and just like it was god damn it man it is so fucking infuriating (laughs) man it's bad yeah just the the audacity though just the the unmitigated gall you guys of this (laughs) team to just to just be like, well, you know, like, and, and like to do it in that Cartman way of like, like Billichek to, to get in the Cartman way of being like, well, I already cheated. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to go back and just not cheat? It's too late. I already cheated. Sorry, guys. Like, I just, that, that's what it is. It's, it is what it is. I cheated. And uh, like, it, it, it's, you know, it is. It is. I just, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to go back. And it's just the, like, fuck you. Quit being a dick. <laughs> right? It's just so bad. God, I hate it. All right, that said, let's get back into this. The Patriots are heading to Cincinnati. Um, take on the Bengals. And the Patriots are getting nine and a half on the road. If you're going to bet this game, you have to take the Cincinnati Bengals, you guys. Um, that said... Um, I don't know.
0: One of the teams has eight minutes of sideline footage of the other. Yeah, like maybe, <laughs> Sorry,
1: maybe that impacts who take. Um the New England uh, that said the New England Patriots um, th- th- this is a this is a weird kind of um, gambling adage battle of uh, the Patriots never met a line they couldn't cover and the Bengals never met a spot that they couldn't blow <laughs> right like because literally all <laughs> of the adages are saying you should take the Cincinnati Bengals in this game you got a, a home team getting a shitload of points against an offense that is like just sputtering like you wouldn't believe because like the patriots are, are they're starting to show some real cracks because patriot losses in big time games like that uh during the brady belichick era have never come down to them not executing at the end of the game right it's always come down to the other team had the ball last you know yeah it's yeah it's, 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 A, an
2: impressive first down or yeah
1: mm-hmm. Or just the other team got down there and kicked the field goal. It's never been that the Patriots had four shots at the goal line and didn't execute. And yeah, there was some some shade. There was some poor refereeing. I couldn't believe they didn't call the 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 one play a touchdown so they could look at it. They were just like, no, yeah, he was out at the two. And then you look at the footage and it's like. Oh, no, he was definitely in bounds. I guess the Patriots mm-hmm. will challenge that. Oh, they don't have any challenges?
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing. Everyone's like, well, oh, the referee screwed up. Belichick challenged a spot. Mm. A, you never win those. Yeah. B, that particular one, I don't understand how they thought they had any chance to win it.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was so it was it was bad. Like save your
0: challenge, you're not going to win that. What's the point?
1: <laughs> exactly. And then all the potato faces in Foxborough all cried boo.
2: <laughs> little
1: Grinch reference for you there. Tis the season. Uh, it was it was pretty bad. But um, I think you're supposed to take the Bengals here. I'm not going to, but I think you're supposed to. That's just my opinion. What do you think, Bill?
2: Yeah, I'd probably take the Bengals here in a game with uh, an over under of what 40-41, Um. I don't see the Patriots getting, you know, 30. So uh, I think it'll be close enough where – give me nine points. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I, I'm going to take the points too. Yeah, I, I, I think you're supposed to. I don't think the Patriots lose this game, but, I mean, who knows, man. Their offense is uh, – it's not good right now. Yeah. Um, they are, they are not getting separation, and they don't have any sort of playmaker. Because the thing was, they always had, like during the, uh, during this era, they always had somebody who could do something was the thing, be it Randy Moss, be it Rob Gronkowski, et cetera, et cetera. There was always a guy who could make a play for the Patriots that Brady trusted. And uh that guy does not exist right now, but uh who knows. Uh maybe they maybe they figure out for him.
2: Edelman is, is still that guy, but I yeah, think they're just double teaming only- Edelman though, right? And, <laughs> and that's exactly it. He's the only one, so they scheme towards Edelman and then mm-hmm. Brady's gotta rely on someone else to make a play, and they're not.
1: And even then, Julian Edelman's a damn good wide receiver, but he's never been a guy where it's like, you know, just chuck him the ball, right? You know, he'll no, make a play. No. Like he's he's,
2: he's he's a good, you know, red and He knows where to sit good, yeah. for Tom Brady. They have a good rapport together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, it's not like you can just toss him a, a jump ball in the end zone. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't foresee the Patriots losing three in a row, but that'll be uh, very interesting. If they don't look good in this game, like let's say they win it like 17 to 10 or some garbage, right? Yeah. <laughs> Never know, especially after cheating for the millionth time in a row. Uh, next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are heading to Detroit to take on the Lions. This game was off the board earlier in the week because we didn't know who were, was playing quarterback for the Lions. Um, I'm not sure if it really matters between David Blau or
0: uh, Jeff Driscoll. Or
1: Driscoll but, uh, either it might.
0: certainly matters between those two and Matt Stafford, but I don't yeah. think he's one of the options.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, buccaneers are getting three and a half on the road and the drive to 30 is still alive boys it is still alive he had a
0: three-pick day for you pierce
1: yes he did oh oh my god now
0: he he needs he needs probably two more of those at least yes uh but yeah he uh he had a three-pick day for you including throwing a pick and this is this is real i heard the stat today Mm -hmm. he threw a pick on his first pass attempt yes he did For the third time this season.
1: Oh my god. god. I knew he did it this <laughs> Three week.
0: three games. Oh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have started with a with an interception in their first pass attempt. Oh, three. Man. I knew that And was... I, they're two and one in those games. <laughs> They won more
1: than they lost. God, can he please? This is Jameis Winston's own 30 for 30. If he can get 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and, and like, it writes itself ESPN, right? Like, come on now. Oh, and, like, I, I was looking up the stats, and nobody's gone 30 interceptions for the season in the history of the league, and, like, there's been a bunch what, of what What was the highest? 29? Oh, uh, well, well, no, I think there's some 27s. Um, I don't think anybody got above that. I could be wrong. There's been been a ton of, like, 25 and 25 seasons where guys have had 25 touchdowns, 25 picks. I think Eli did it once. Brett Favre did it once. And uh, uh, a bunch of other, like, you know, guys who would – like, those are the two Hall of Famers that did it. And there are a bunch of other – Peyton Manning did it in his rookie year, I think, or or, – it was either his rookie year or his sophomore year, but like it, those, those early, like Peyton Manning in the in the the first two seasons, famously had a shitload of interceptions. Um, yeah, but that was just because he was getting used to NFL uh, speed and shit like that, right? No.
2: Um,
1: also, is the team around him was incredibly terrible because they were so bad they were able to draft Peyton Manning first overall. So they're, they're also you know. helpful. Um, Buccaneers giving three and a half on the road. Uh, the sharps have not weighed in on this one weirdly because the Bucks have been one of the three teams that I brought up last week that they have uh, been making a lot of money on recently. Um, Bucks minus three and a half on the road. What do you think, Bill?
2: Um, I, I like the Bucks here. I think Detroit can can get got in the secondary, and that's pretty much the only thing the Bucks can do when they're not throwing it to the secondary. Um, but I'm also reading that Winston's playing with a broken thumb. I don't know how long that's been an issue, but uh, if if they can't uh, air it out, if you look at the numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe all year. Yeah, I, I don't think they can win a ground game against Detroit. So if they can't air it out, if he doesn't throw for 400, I don't think they're going to win. So I, I like Tampa Bay better, but uh, I I wouldn't want to bet much on it, not knowing what Winston's going in with. Mm-hmm. Craig Neal, how you feel about this one?
0: I want the Buccaneers, I think.
1: Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. I'd, be, I'd stay away because I... I, I think just
0: think Troy's defense is still not great. I think the not. Vikings had the very classic, like, we don't need to pull out any of the stops to win this game, so we're just mm-hmm. going to, like, you know, like you know be very incremental here and just move along with our lives. The yeah. Lions didn't score while the game was competitive. They scored no. the, their, their touchdown when the game had already been decided. Um, yeah. I, so I just think that you're going to see some not great stuff happening from the... Uh, Detroit defense, uh, even without Mike Evans, who's obviously a pretty big part of what they do. Uh, the Buccaneers want to do numbers. That's what they're there for. They're not there to just win. They're there to let's do some numbers. So the Buccaneers going to do numbers. Yeah, I
1: agree. Uh, next up, the Chicago Bears head to Green Bay to take on the Packers. The Packers are giving four and a half at home. I have something to say to the Green Bay Packers. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you doing in the two seed? Like, this is so – I like, uh, I had no idea that they were even sniffing around the two seed, and here they are 10-3. and three, And how the hell did that happen? Because they have not been impressive one iota this season. Yeah, look and at their
0: schedule, man.
1: It is uh, – I assume it's cream puff. I just flat out assume it's cream puff. Um, yeah. Uh, they are – They're, like, what, they're, they're the fourth best just, team in the AFC or in the NFC? Like – I think
0: they're worse than the Vikings, they're worse than the Saints, they're worse than the 49ers, and they're worse than the Seahawks. That makes yeah, sense. fifth.
1: Get yeah. out of here. Like, what are you doing? If the Green Bay Packers, if this trash Packers
0: here's, team Here's the thing. I'll say about the, 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 this trash God. Packers team is not even going to – well, actually, they might host a playoff game because NFL tiebreaker rules. Yeah. But um, they play uh, at Minnesota next week. The Vikings haven't lost a home game yet this season. I suspect that continues on Monday Night Football on the 23rd. Yeah. Mm, yeah it's, yeah, it's a big game. It's an important game. Uh, but I don't know. I just, like, I don't think they lose this week against Chicago. And I don't think they lose Week 17 against Detroit. No. So just their schedule has been fortunate to them, I would say. Um, very, very fortunate.
1: Like, they are, they are like... At, at they, they play the
0: Chiefs without Mahomes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, like at, that's helpful. Go figure. Everything broke the Green Bay Packers away. But, like, we're, we're trying to have, a, like, a, a season here. You know, we're trying to have a playoffs and we want New Orleans and we want San Francisco to have the buy. We don't want the Green Bay Packers to have the buy. So like,
0: no, I, and I don't think they will. I think they're going to lose in Minnesota. And you don't have to worry about them having a buy.
1: I hope so. I think like I might be like I would take the Bears. The sharps are on the Bears. I'm on the Bears this week with the four and a half. The resurgent Chicago Bears and and Mitch Trubisky headed to the Hall of Fame uh, <laughs> before we know it. Um, but, Jeez,
0: Zach, he, on Thursday, man, like you know, he
1: good. But he uh, looks mean, really good. The Cowboys are in a free fall right yeah. now. We'll get yeah. to them later. And you look um, good against
0: Detroit too, anyway.
1: Yeah, but same, yeah. That ain't no thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> that has never been a thing. Uh, yeah, I, 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 think, yeah, I think you take the Bears. Their Sharps are on the Bears. I'm on the Bears. Packers are overrated. Uh, Bears have a pretty good defense. Um, yeah, I like the Bears. What do you think, Craig? I like the Bears too. Yeah. Billy, anything to add to this one?
2: Nope, it's going to be a close game. Give me the points.
1: All right. Next up, the Denver Broncos. your boys, Craig. And uh, we're going to have to hose you down a little bit because we're going to talk about Jeez. Drew Locke in a minute here. Uh, yeah, they're man. heading to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Uh, this line opened up at Denver plus 11. Uh, I immediately ran to my computer and I said yes, 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 yes. And it, it went down to 10.5, and it is now settled at 10. Chiefs minus 10. I still like the Broncos. And we don't know. Some places they don't have this on the board because we don't know about uh, Patrick Mahomes' uh, hand right now or shoulder. Um, I suspect he'll play, but he looked really labored in the second half of that. Uh, Patriots the Chiefs
0: game. offense looked bad. Like that could yeah. have been a blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and here's the thing. The the Chiefs won that game in Foxborough and played poorly. Yeah. And you the, know, that's other, than the,
1: other than the uh, other than the, the the touchdown that should have been. The Pats got a lot of breaks in that game. I mean, you look at the penalty yardage. It was like 136 to 22 in favor of the Patriots. The Patriots had a block punt and a uh and a couple other turnovers <laughs> and yep. whatnot and they just weren't able to get it done it was it was bizarre like weirdly that game where they weren't dominated um and lost to the chiefs is more signifying that this patriots uh dynasty is on the downturn than the old trent dilfer monday night game where he was like they're done this dynasty is over Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like
0: because that's just a game that usually they find a way to win exactly but the offense isn't good enough
1: Mm mm-hmm and that's the they miss they miss Rob
0: Gronkowski the receiving uh, threat obviously because yep. he just yeah, allows so much flexibility in the offense. But you know who they really miss is Rob Gronkowski the all world blocking tight end.
1: Yeah, yep. They yep.
0: really missed that guy. Great, cool.
1: Uh, but the Denver Drew Locks are heading into Kansas City and they're getting oh, ten points. What do you think, Craig?
0: Yikes. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, here's what I think. I know that Houston's defense is not particularly great, but Locke was just
1: And that was like people were joking about and and I cautioned this last week, but uh there were people making the joke about uh Houston last week uh having a Super Bowl hangover because <laughs> <laughs> of that Patriots win. I thought that thought that joke was pretty clever.
0: Uh yeah, maybe it was something like that. I just like Hey, it was just the, the the game where everything goes wrong for Houston. Mm-hmm. Like, Denver's second touchdown tells you all you need to know about that. Yeah, that was a no uh,
2: way game, for
0: sure. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, uh, a defensive lineman hands it off to a defensive back, <laughs> and he just goes for a score. Like, well, that, that usually doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why, why, why do he hand it off like that? Oh, because the, the other guy has scored. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, but geez, Locke was so good. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, just, he was just throwing darts all over the place. The touchdown to Fant was a fantastic throw. Now, some of it was scheme. He was throwing to some wide-open guys in a couple of spots. But the touchdown to Fant was a great throw. There were just a couple of really excellent throws. And, like, man, if Drew Locke is good, let's just say Drew Locke is a, a good NFL quarterback, he instantly becomes, like, the most valuable guy in the league. Yeah. Because Drew Locke is playing for a million and a half dollars next season. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a good starting quarterback for that number of dollars, like, you yeah. can really do some things. Denver's got 60, $60 million in cap space.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you guys have some money to play with next offseason. If,
0: if, if the quarterback thing is figured out, mm-hmm. and they've figured out, like, they've got two pretty good pass catchers in Fant and Sutton, it looks like, two guys that are in their first and second years. Uh, like, they got a, a good first-year running back in Lindsay, or second-year running back in Lindsay, like, They've got some good pieces on the offense. They, they're, they're badly outgunned at left tackle. They need to improve that spot. Uh, and they need a couple of things on defense, but not many things. Yeah. Like, ooh, it's, a lot of it rides on whether Drew Locke's good or not, though. But, geez, it, like, there's, you can really make this roster real good if Drew Locke is the quarterback and he's good.
2: He certainly proved he can be good. I, yeah. I, I think that's off the table now. We know he can be good. Uh, can he be good consistently is the question.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna figure out now. This is a homecoming for Drew Locke. He is a four-year starter at Missouri, so he's playing in Missouri uh, for the first time as a pro. Uh, he apparently has fifty tickets for former Missouri teammates and family members and all that stuff. Ooh, that's so uh, cool. let's see what uh, let's see what's going on with Drew Locke. See what the situation is.
1: I like it, and yeah, and weirdly, it'll be like because the thing that Elway since he's taken over for the Broncos, the drafting and the developing has been pretty good. Not so much in, in the later rounds, but they've hit on their early rounders.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and... Uh, but like the thing that everybody's pointed to is that his quarterback evaluation during this era has been incredibly poor, which is hilarious because yes. he's, uh, he's, he's fucking John Elway. Yeah. Um, so, but like, other than that, it's been like, he's got, he, he was able to talk Peyton Manning into coming in in free agency. And after that, yeah. it's, it's a whole lot of misses on the dartboard. <laughs> so, consecutive misses yes uh, yeah it, so if lock ends up uh being all right for him that, that that would really turn around the old
0: uh all of a sudden man they're like they've got a window where they can if, if lock is good yeah. they've got a window where they can contend for super bowls because if you've got a quarterback on a rookie deal that's playing that well especially a second round
1: pick deal
2: mm-hmm. geez you can really do some things
1: yeah absolutely uh chiefs minus 10 on this one what do you think bill
2: I think you take the points here. Um, not only is, is Drew Locke coming off a big game, but it's a division game, so you're getting 10. Um, Mahomes at least a little unsure. Uh, offense didn't look as good. I think everything points to the Denver being a great player.
1: Uh, I agree. I, I the, the Denver Broncos have been very good to me this year, uh, gambling-wise, with one... Uh notable exception. Uh and that was the last time they faced the Kansas City Chiefs on the Monday night game. That was a game where Mahomes hurt It was himself. a Thursday night game. Yeah, Thursday night game, sorry, yeah, the Thursday night game where Mahomes hurt himself um on the on the on the quarterback sneak and it did not matter. Matt Moore came in and the Broncos uh could not keep up. Now they had Joe Flacco embarrassing himself with uh P running down his leg the entire time. But uh I still like the Broncos are going to be one of my five. I can tell you that right now. What do you think, Craig? Uh,
0: Yeah, I think that's a reasonable thing to say. And I know some people think I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit uh, as far as uh, how good the Broncos can or have been or whatever it happens to be. Uh, The Broncos had uh, uh, one, two, three, four games where they could have won on the last play and didn't this season. They lost all four.
1: Yeah, there's an alternate universe you know, where you guys are. Oh, sorry. There,
0: I guess the Chargers, they 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 did win on the last play. So uh, game, games that have come down to the last play of the game, Denver's one and four this season. Usually that's going to be at least two and three, probably three and two. And if you've got a good quarterback, usually that turns into four and one. So, um, yeah, I, I I'm yeah I, I've got reason to be excited. Uh, if Drew Lock is good, holy hell. Uh, yeah, I will definitely and happily take the Broncos this week.
1: Uh, next up, the Miami Dolphins are heading to New York to take on the Elis. Uh, Eli back at the helm. It looks like Daniel Jones is going to be out for the rest of the season. So we, we are, uh, appear to get three more games with Eli. See if he can get that Hall of Fame record above 500. Because uh, he's one game below 500 right now for his career after losing that Monday nighter. Uh, the Giants are giving three and a half points at home. You're getting an extra half point hook. What are we doing here? Take the Dolphins. Oh my God, Bill, what do you think?
0: <laughs> we yeah. all like the dolphins last week and it worked out
1: yeah like what do we
2: have think, to, what do to touchdown for us
1: <laughs> yeah what do the dolphins have to do to get some respect spread spread wise I mean seven Oh, and they six. could beat
2: the Jets seven and six
1: on the year right? they probably
0: they probably should have beat the Jets
1: yeah they should have. That, yeah that was bad for the for the sharps who who had them in their over right but I mean this let yeah. to say this couldn't be a W right like I, I
2: Eli didn't look that
1: bad for to for the first half. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think right. I think that the badness in the second half was a Pat Shermer problem, not Eli Manning problem.
1: Fair, because uh, the over, I believe, like Eli Manning, I think once they announced he was the starter, I believe his over under was two hundred and forty yards, and he had one eighty at halftime and could not find sixty extra yards in the second half plus overtime. That's right. Now he never uh, saw the ball in overtime, but still.
0: Here's a quick fantasy football thing, which I think was hilarious. This had mm. nothing to do with it. it. didn't impact me in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Um, could you imagine if you were going against Zach Ertz and there was two minutes left in the game and you're thinking to yourself, well, the only – and you're up by 10 points. Yeah. Well, the only way I lose is if Zach Ertz scores two consecutive touchdowns and there's less than two minutes to go. <laughs> That happened to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it
1: happened to a lot of people. Yeah, Did it happen <laughs> yeah. to anyone in particular, Craig?
0: No no, no. no one that's... Uh, it's no. just something uh, you're thinking
1: of? Yeah. yeah. It's
0: just something that, like, oh, this could have easily happened to a... Like, and I saw Matthew Barry tweeting about it. People tweeting screen caps of uh of different losses where like, I thought yeah. I was good, you know? And here I, lo- I lost by one, and the other guy had Zach Ertz. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like,
1: uh, it's
0: like... Oh, like... Because, like, okay, Wentz is going to be chucking it, and the Eagles are going to try to score a touchdown. Like, okay... That loss would have been predicated on Ert scoring, the Eagles winning the toss, and then Ert scoring again.
1: Yeah, like that's
0: the only way you lose. And yeah.
1: he was wide the fuck open on <laughs> yeah. that on that yeah. end game Some ending. Some guys on of the Giants touchdown. apparently
0: had Zach Ertz on their roster. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think that was the case. It was so huh. bad. Oh well, man, <laughs> Dolphins getting three and a half against the Giants. What do you think, Bill?
2: Uh, I I don't like either of these teams. I, I think I take the points, but I'm not passionate either way so i'd stay as far as i can away from this game
0: i'm taking the uh i'm taking the points i think miami's gonna win this game that being said you know what i don't want to watch is this game scott hansen (laughs) do not show this game
1: yeah it's uh that was pretty much a layup uh i mean what was the other one i
0: thought i thought about philadelphia and washington philadelphia
1: washington for sure yeah that that one's pretty bad uh next up This is the Scott
0: Hanson always show this game. I'm really excited for this one.
1: Yeah, the Houston Texans are heading to AFC South. Exciting again all of a sudden. Um, It wasn't like as much as three weeks ago, but here we are. Life comes at you fast. Uh, The Houston Texans are heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans. The Titans are minus three. This was, I think, three and a half earlier. You were getting a hook, and the Sharps came in on the Texans when they were getting the hook. So they moved it down to the to the standard Titans getting the three point home bump, and um, nobody's really weighed on it since then. So the sharps were obviously mm-hmm. very interested in that extra half point, buck, um, which makes sense to me. Um, Divisional game. If it was three and a half, I would have to take the Texans at three. I think you can. I think you can think about the Titans. I have this as a stay away because this game could go either way for me. I I, I like these two teams, even though Houston has uh, a propensity every once in a while to uh, to take a shit on the uh, on the field, but uh, they did last week when I was against them. So kudos to them. Uh, but here we are with them against the Titans with kind of a playoff spot on the line. I would say. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm i not sure
0: they I'm not sure it is a playoff spot in the line from this perspective. Mm. Um, the Steelers have a tough game coming up this week against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. If they lose that, I think whoever if the Steelers lose this week, whoever loses in the AFC South mm-hmm. will probably still get in.
1: Yeah. So it's a whole playoff game on the line, which that's that's big. That's important. Mm-hmm. I like the Titans. I think they're better. OK, well, how do you feel about this one? Billy Titans given three at home.
2: I think I like the Titans better. I think they're a better, well-rounded team, and they're a little bit more consistent. I was just looking back. like They've won six of the last seven, which I'm guessing seven is about when Tannehill came in?
0: Seven is literally exactly when Tannehill came in.
2: So they're six out of seven. They've got one loss to the the Panthers in that time, but they beat some decent teams in that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they've just been nothing on the upswing. Texans have been a little up and down, so... Uh, i doubled double down on the Titans here. I like them this week.
1: This is easily the mar- uh, the marquee matchup of the 1 o'clock game. Uh, you mentioned uh, whenever Tannehill took over the uh, type of stats, Bill, and, which is something the, the stat guys have been just tweeting and, and blogging about ad nauseum uh, this week. Uh, they've actually been kind of fun to read, but it's just like basically all – Basically, if you look at it since week seven or whatever, the Titans have basically been the best team in the National Football League since since Tannehill took over. Nobody's run more plays than them. I don't think uh, other than the uh, you know, the Ravens, I don't think anybody scored more points than them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Just on and on and on the list goes basically ever since Tannehill took over for the for the Titans. So who to thunk it? Uh, Yeah, here we are. Uh, last game of the one o'clock slate, the Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Washington to take on the Washingtons. The Eagles are laying four and a half on the road. This was the easiest pick of the week. Washington's getting points at home. The Philadelphia Eagles, I believe are starting the three of us at receiver this weekend. <laughs> and I don't trust us to get the job done. Well, you guys. I no.
0: sent both you guys this tweet when Reggie Wayne tweeted out on Monday, this you know, I just eat yeah. core right now. I'm
1: like, yeah, you know what, right? Here, right on, I, don't, I don't disagree.
0: I think you're right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played football in a few years, but I'm sure I
1: can figure it out. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come back to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's muscle memory, but, like, man, I, I cannot believe. Short week for the Eagles, too, having played the Monday Nighter. The, the Washington's not great, but, you know, they've been looking somewhat decent the last couple of weeks. It's just... I know they're one of the worst teams in the league but this is this is uh, to me this is a layup it's spot a strange here.
0: line yeah <laughs> strange line
1: it's like you're getting like an extra point and a half like I don't I the Eagles have have nobody left to throw the ball to other than you mentioned Zach Ertz earlier and who yep. was breaking hurts in fantasy on Monday night and but god yeah Washington's. this is the this was the easiest pick of the week for me what do you think Bill
2: I, I don't disagree. I, I, I'm not sure I have the confidence level you do because Washington can go out there and just be terrible. Um, but the Eagles proved they could do that just as well. Um, I, I think they looked better than Washington last week, but uh, I, I wouldn't trust either of these teams. So take some take some points and don't watch the game.
0: Uh, yeah, do not watch this game. Uh, I strongly consider making this a Scott Hansen game uh, because I don't want to watch it either. I guess I'll take the the Washington team, though. I guess that's, that's really the bet.
1: Uh, Sunday afternoon games. First up, the Cleveland Browns, and wow, just wow. What is going on there? I, I don't think we're going to see as many. I don't think the endorsements are going to be coming in as, as quite as hot for uh, Baker Mayfield next year. I, I don't know if we'll be seeing as many, uh, as many Baker Mayfield. Sessions. Despite the fact those advertisements have been quite fun. Um, they're heading to Arizona to take on the Cardinals Cardinals short home dog, um, getting two and a half. Um, uh, the shine has been a bit off the, the, you know, Cliff Kingsbury. He started off terribly, picked up, uh, picked it up there a little bit in the middle. Um, but last few weeks, they've been kind of dragging. I don't trust the, Browns. I think the problem
0: is they're playing below replacement level lineman at almost every spot,
1: but yeah, yeah that's I, a big issue. Yeah, completely agree. Um, uh. This just is an absolute stay away from me. I don't want to put my money on either one of these two teams. Like freaking Baker Mayfield was out there saying uh, the training staff completely fucked up with yeah, Odell with Odell. this year. And Odell Beckham's out there apparently asking to be traded and shit. He wants that. He wants that of Cleveland. I don't know. If yeah, that's I know. Just...
0: Trade trade him to Denver for a fourth.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. God, I just, <laughs> what are you? It's nonsense. It's, it's, it's absolute nonsense. So glad I bet they're under what a layup that was. Um, stay away from me. Don't bet on this game. Don't can't trust either side. What do you think, Bill? Uh,
2: yeah, no, I I would not want to trust either of these teams with my money. Uh, I I think I like the. Whew, I think I like Arizona a little bit more. You get a couple points there. Um, I I feel they're fairly evenly matched. They're at home. I think I like Arizona's side of things a little bit more. Um, but no, I wouldn't trust them.
1: What do you think, yeah. uh,
0: Last 2 heisman highest-winning quarterbacks. Or Heisman uh, trophy-winning players, rather than this yes, game. Yes, yes. Um, both uh, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield, last two. It would, nice, would, would have been points.
1: nice if they played a little bit better. They could have hyped this up as some sort. of yeah, like, true. <laughs> trophy thing, but...
0: I'm sure CBS work. is disappointed. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll take the Cardinals. All
1: right. Uh, next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars are heading to Oakland to take on Darius. Um... The Raiders, despite some uh, mediocre to ass play over the last month, mostly um, ass, mostly ass, uh, but uh, they are getting six or they are laying six and a half at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mentioned uh, earlier that the Sharps uh, and public were on the side of the Seahawks. Um, so the Vegas were big Panthers fans this week, uh, the public and the, this line opened up at Raiders minus six and the public and the sharps both jumped all over it. Uh, it is now up to minus six and a half. Um, nobody has weighed in on it since they added that little half point, but most, if not all of the money has come in on the Raiders. So Vegas will be big Jaguars fans this week. Jaguars, one of the three teams that the, uh, sharps have been exploiting over the last month and a half except they've been exploiting jacksonville by betting against them pretty much every single week uh um, certainly they worked out last week certainly worked out last week and the week before that and the week before that i think but uh <laughs> it's uh we'll we'll see so they're on the the raiders again both sides um i have this as even, potentially even more of a stay away than the yeah. browns and cardinals game because Wow, that's a high line for the Raiders, who have who have not been great offensively the last month. And the Jaguars, the less said about them, the better. What do you think, Craig?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I want the Raiders. I just think that the Jaguars have quit. Yeah. Like, they just have quit. And they're just trying to get through the season. Uh, DJ Chark is not going to participate in this game. Who's been a pretty big part of what Jacksonville's done on offense, and even the things Jacksonville's done on offense have not been good. Uh, I know that Jalen Ramsey's gone, but there's too much t- talent on the Jacksonville Jaguars than be 29th and DVOA on defense. Yeah, like that that shouldn't be. Um, yeah, uh, I pff, the Jaguars have quit, and they should fire everyone.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Raiders given six and a half. Anything to add there, Bo? I.
2: I don't want to give. I don't want to lay this many points with the Raiders. I yeah. I can't do it. I I physically would rather have the Jaguars even though I know they're terrible. Yeah. Um Ugh, terrible. they are terrible, terrible. Both teams are terrible, but it's enough points where I feel like, you know, you get yourself a terrible football game that ends up being 9-6. So be it. Take my money and run. All
1: right. Uh, next up, Bill. Your boys, the Minnesota Vikings, coming yes, off sir. a a thorough. I wouldn't say. Beat down because you know you only had 20, but definitely it, it was it was easy to tell who the better team was in that game. Well, they scored um, 17 yeah. in
2: the first half, and then I think they took their foot off the gas a little well, bit. yeah. Mm. They,
1: and the Lions' car had no engine, so yeah. they didn't matter <laughs> well, how, how Cook, they stomped on the ball. Dalvin Cook
0: barely got the ball in the second half because yeah, the Vikings, was, like, well, we're not going to take any chances here. So.
1: Yeah, very much. Let's let's get yeah. let's get out of here. Um, your boys are laying three on the road against the Chargers, although, like I say road, but roads in giant quotations because when yeah, CBS, there's going to be
0: a lot of purple. When C- yeah.
1: When CBS does that big sweeping shot or whatever, or whoever has this game, uh, there will be a lot of purple and yellow uh, in in that thing. And, and for in for once in Los Angeles, it won't be because of the fucking Lakers. Um, <laughs> fuck that team in the air. Uh, this line actually opened up at Vikings minus two and a half and the Sharps hammered that line into the ground. Oh, Lord. Uh, And Vegas immediately went to the Vikings giving three. Uh, How do you feel about your boys giving three on the road, Bill?
2: Yeah, Bill. I think easily I take the Vikings here. Um, The Chargers have not been – I know they just put a hurtin' on the Jaguars, but we've discussed their woes already. Mm -hmm. Um, The Chargers are not good, simply put. Um, The Vikings are good. So uh, I I think of the Vikings, you know, really – kept it going against the Lions and beat them by 30, there'd be a different line here. Uh, the Vikings just aren't that team. I, I talked earlier about uh, the, the Ravens being that team that just runs it up for no reason. Uh, the Vikings are a significantly better football team than the Chargers. Give me the Vikings all day. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't... The Sharps are on... Yeah, the Sharps are on the Vikings, which is, you know, for the Sharps to get off the Chargers. That's that's a significant thing. Very rarely does Matt Pierce think about taking a, a road favorite, even though I think I did it last week um, or two weeks ago or whatever. Either way, um, I, I would take the Vikings here. What do you think, Craig? Vikings. Yeah, I I wish I got on it early enough to get that two and a half though. Is is uh, the only thing I say because that's a that's a big half point. Yeah, I Vikings might just annihilate them.
0: I here uh, I, I think they're just going to be all over it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Kirk
0: Cousins uh, twenty four to four touchdown interception this year.
1: Very good, very good, Kirk. Um, <laughs> His
2: completion next... percentage has to be crazy high too.
0: Yeah, they, well, just based on the way that offense runs, yeah, it is yeah, uh, exactly. But like,
1: like it's certainly more impressive than the year Sam Bradford on the very same Minnesota Vikings set the like
0: yeah.
1: like completion percentage record or whatever. Yeah. But
2: like,
1: yeah. he did Kirk that... Cousins 70.1.
2: 70. Yeah, and, and... is pretty
1: good. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Bradford was like 79, where it was like Bradford yep, did that he's... throwing
1: the ball half a yard downfield. Exactly. Every the time. Yeah,
2: he hit Kyle Rudolph for three yards at least a thousand times. That was shameful. <laughs> now,
0: uh, I'm surprised that Kyle Rudolph had that thousand catch season. No one talks yeah, about. Yeah,
2: it was it was impressive. Great for
1: <laughs> great for fantasy. That was oh. fuck. Yeah, he, he, the Rams like running backs would have like eight. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking catches for minus six yards and shit like that. It's bad. Um, all right, Los Angeles Rams heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. The Rams' resurgent over the last couple of weeks. Cowboys, eh, not so much. Two teams very much going in the opposite directions. Um, this game has little to no meaning for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah, it really that, doesn't. All that matters is is got to win. Got to beat the Eagles
0: next week or the next beat week. The Eagles rather.
1: next week. Um. This is the third game that I mentioned that the Sharps and the public are on the same side. Oddly enough, they are both on the Los Angeles Rams, you guys. Um, so
0: weird here, doesn't it?
1: That does seem very weird. Um, so the Vegas are big, to reiterate, Vegas are big Cowboys, Jaguars, Panthers fans this week. Because those are the three games. The Sharps and public are on the Seahawks, the Raiders, and the Rams. Um, This line opened up at Cowboys minus one. The Sharps and the public hammered it. It got moved down to uh, Rams minus one. And then, of course, like the the Cowboy money came in on the Cowboys once they saw that they were the plus one. But that's probably square money. And it is now settled at a pick. And I'm here to tell you that I am joining the side of the public and the Sharps. I like the Rams. I'm taking them as the pick. They're going to be one of my five. What do you think,
0: Greg? Uh, yeah, I'm in the exact same boat as you. The Rams are better. The Rams so are better. Obviously- and the Rams better win this game. Obviously, they can't lose uh, because, A, they need to win one more game than the Minnesota Vikings. which are down the end of the season. I'm not sure the Vikings are going to lose again. And, B, uh, the Rams next two are against the – well, the next Rams next game – or last game, rather, is against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, huge oh. game. Our next game, rather, is against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, that game is, uh, is is in Santa Clara on Saturday night. So, mm-hmm. that'll, A, that'll be fun to watch. Tell, and don't forget
1: the Seahawks in week...
2: Uh, they have Seahawks week 17. 17? Oh, no, sorry, no.
0: The Niners have the Seahawks week 17. The Rams have the Cardinals.
2: So oh, the Rams okay. probably
0: win that game. But if they lose either of their next two, it doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Rams have to win is the moral of the story. Rams-Cowboys out of pick'em. What do you think, Bill?
2: So the Rams have to win. The Cowboys it really doesn't matter because whoever wins next week between Dallas and Philadelphia will be the one getting in.
0: Yeah,
1: they'll be the they'll
0: pretty lose. much unless seven unless, unless the winner loses both their games outside this and the loser wins both their games, and it might come if it's Philadelphia it comes down to weird tiebreakers because of So it's not recorders.
2: essentially nothing for the Cowboys. They
0: can No no no. For the Cowboys for the Cowboys they win that game they're in.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, Perhaps no, no, I mean this they'll, week. They'll have the double tiebreaker on Philadelphia. This week, I'm saying it's not completely useless for the Cowboys. No, it is. But if they lose this, then if they lose next week, it's over. If they win this and they lose next week, they still have a hope.
0: Yeah, I guess that involves the Eagles losing to the uh, Washington team twice in three weeks. But yeah.
2: Uh. <laughs> oh, and I guess Philly will have already played. So if Philly loses, they have a lot more to play for. Than yeah, the if, they, if the Eagles lose to Washington. Then the Cowboys, all of
0: a sudden, are like, oh, okay, maybe this could, uh, yeah. Any but, uh, uh yeah. Anyway, though, the moral Big of the story, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: So I understand is, it's not, it for,
0: for both teams. Like the the Eagles had to win to sort of keep pace, but now for both teams, it just comes down to uh, what happens. And the the Eagles can't afford any divisional losses. And the last uh, three weeks, they play all division teams.
2: Yeah. Well, I'd say you take the Rams then because they're obviously in a much better situation, and they're probably a better team to begin with. So, uh, I, I like the Rams a little bit better here. I'm just kind of feeling out if if Dak Prescott's leaving this game at the half, um, but probably not. Oh no, always no no always no no! It's,
0: the... it's it's not going to be something like
1: that. I don't think. I don't think. It, unless
2: is. they're down by 28. It, yeah
1: yeah yeah like yeah yeah. Um. Last game of the four o'clock slate. Not a great four o'clock slate. This might be the marquee matchup for all I know. It's a pretty big spread. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are heading to San Francisco to take on the Niners. Niners laying eleven at home. Um, I kind of like the Falcons here. I think that I think that the the Falcons have figured some shit out on offense, and I think this line might be too high. What do you think, Greg?
0: Um. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think the, the Niners do for a bit of a letdown. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that uh, that that game against New Orleans, that was a hell of a football game. Oh, that jeez, was that was fun stuff. to watch. Yeah, that was stuff. fun to watch. And,
1: like the difference between, because obviously the the comparisons that everybody made was to the the, the Chiefs Rams game last year. The difference between that game and this game is, um, uh, Niners Saints wasn't a fucking turnover fest. Like, uh, like yeah,
0: and it wasn't like random free blitzers. Like, oh yeah, we forgot to block Aaron Donald and Mahomes getting crushed and yeah, it's just, yeah, just a matter. of We're just gonna, we're we're two really smart play calling coaches, and we're gonna call some good plays against each other and see what happens.
1: Yeah, and both and both guys were just scheming dudes wide open and stuff. It it, it was great, and like I don't. But it
0: came down to like I'm not gonna call it a battle of wills, but just came down to George Kittle saying I'm a really really talented football player, and I'm going to just uh, put the team on my back though, and uh, (laughs) that was a moment. And go down the sideline. They're out there gonna rip me down with a face mask, and we're gonna get an easy field goal to win this game. It was fun.
1: you think about the Saints. The Saints now have Beast Mode, uh, the Minnesota Miracle, and that on their resume of, like, no, yeah. that, wasn't, that wasn't in a playoff game like the other two, but still, it goes on the resume of, like, them not being able the guy to tackle in a big spot, right? Yeah. The guy
0: who got called for the face mask, Marcus Williams, was uh, also uh,
1: the guy who missed the – The guy who missed right? Diggs
0: on the, on the Minnesota <laughs> Miracle.
1: Yeah, he tried to use the hit stick and just, like, like – Oh man!
0: And if you just tackle him in bounds, the game is over. Like, yeah,
1: he went for the big. Like he went, he tried to get on like the the opening credits of Madden in 2001, right? Like, <laughs> oh, right. He,
0: oh man, just him, yeah. like just like tackle him in bounds, game's over. <laughs> yeah, 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 and he's
1: gone. <laughs> yeah, so weird. Uh, oh jeez. Uh, yeah, Garoppolo obviously shut a lot of people up with that game. That was a yep. real win. Yeah. Yep. He
0: went he went to a tough place to play against a defense that's been up and down this year to be sure, but generally has been pretty good. They're a top 10 yeah. defense by DVOA. And they scored 40 whatever points it was. Mm-hmm. Uh both teams hit the over by themselves. They scored 48 points. Uh they yeah. had a great
2: that one of the people that has to shut up cuz I never believed he was that talented. So. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I mean I I always thought it was in there. We just we, we were waiting for the opportunity to see it and there it was and and he done did it. good
0: he's no drew lock but he's
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it oh mercy um from a gambling perspective uh i like atlanta i like the plus 11 i think it's a little high um atlanta suckered me in before but um i'm gonna they, they were good to me last week i was on him last week i'm gonna be on him again this week i'm gonna take the plus 11 what do you think bill
2: yeah, I, I think I'd like Atlanta, too. Now, I, I don't love them. If this was sitting at 8, I'd probably go with the Niners. I, I'm even a little tempted at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Atlanta's offense, even losing Ridley, they'll be able to to keep it close enough. Um, San Francisco, I don't think, is scoring another 48 points, but they will probably get their standard 28-35. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, but Atlanta's going to be able to score enough to cover. Uh,
1: anything to add to this one, Craig? No, I think the Falcons cover, too. All right. Uh, Sunday nighter. Uh, This was flexed in. The game that was flexed out, if I remember correctly, was... Vikings Chargers. Vikings Chargers. Right, right, right. You Um, think if NBC had a
0: do-over on that, they flexed in Texans-Titans, right?
1: Yeah, they would. Yeah, they certainly would. Uh, Because that's the game of the week, is Texans-Titans. Bill Steelers, couple things on this one. First off... I did not know that an NFL over-underline was actually allowed to go below 37. I don't know the logic as to why 37 seems to be the magical number when... I'm sure there's some sort of mathematical formula that Vegas has figured out, but whenever two shitty teams are playing each other with crappy offenses, the over-under, they always seem to give it, is 37 on the dot. Um... This is the first time I think in my life I've ever seen a game that has gone below. Now, it is only 36 and a half, but it is still incredibly fascinating to me that the over-under for an NFL football game is below 37.
0: Well, DVOA helps. Let's explain this a little bit, where we have defenses number three and five going up against offenses number 22 and 30. (laughs)
1: God. Uh, That said, the Bills... Nothing,
0: Nothing screams prime time like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bills are heading in to pittsburgh to take on the pittsburgh ducks and the steelers are a short home favorite at minus two and i gotta tell you guys i'm on the bandwagon i don't know how to do a duck call but if i did i'd be doing it right now i'm taking the steelers as the short home favorite this is a spot to me what do you think craig
0: i like the bills
1: really this i just think that
0: Allen makes enough plays in this game and i'm just like I'm not going to count on 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 Duck Hodges to do that. Uh, they had a hard time against Arizona's horrid defense last week. Fair. I just think they're going to have a really hard time moving the ball this week, and and Allen and Singletary make enough plays.
1: This to me is a all time Buffalo Bills suckering their fans in moment. They got the Patriots next week.
0: Yeah.
1: If they lose game. both
0: games there's a there's a there's a chance the Bills miss the playoffs. They lose to Pittsburgh and lose to New England next week. There's a yeah. chance the Bills miss the playoffs. So.
1: This is an all-time trap. They would I
0: think they they would need the winner of uh, the, the the Titans and Texans to split, I think for that to happen yeah. like the, the, the two games they have left. But yeah, the Bills have not made the playoffs yet. And if they lose this week, all of a sudden people are going to get real nervous.
1: Everything looks so good on paper for the Bills here. They are getting points on the road against Duck Hodges this is a trap game for them they got the division on the line next week against the Patriots who they know are going to be some they're going to have people in the building filming this game (laughs) um you know so they're going to have their heads on a swivel trying to figure maybe not concentrating on Duck Hodges uh you know and and you can't you can't not focus in on Duck Hodges you guys No, you know the Buffalo fans they're gonna be looking around trying to spot the Patriots guy who's filming them. But I, I just – I'm getting a short home favorite in a spot that I believe is an absolute trap spot for the Bills. Uh, I, this is one of those spots where I don't give a crap if it's Duck Hodges. It could be me out there quarterbacking. It might as well be. It could be the actual Duck Call out there taking the snaps. Like, one of those damn just fucking rubber things or whatever the fuck it is. But, like, I would still be taking the Steelers. And I just think Mike Tomlin, I'm, is he's my coach of the year. I know everybody – like – Yes, the John Harbaugh stuff. Fine, I just I look at what Tomlin's done with the Steelers roster, and I sit there and I think I cheer for the Detroit fucking Lions. Never in a million years could <laughs> like like the Lions basically had the same number of injury, the, the, like the same number of injuries and shit happened to them, and it didn't happen week one. And the Lions are fucking three nine and one, and the Steelers are a goddamn eight and five, and knocking on the door of the playoffs. So, it just shows to go. It just shows you the type of shit that like good infrastructure will do. Um, I love the Steelers minus two. What do you think, Bill? I
2: I kind of yeah, I kind of like the Bills here a little bit better. I I, I think. You're going to get into a situation where it it's, it stays on the ground. There's not much exciting going on. Uh, a lot of clock eating, and I think I like the Bills' ability to do that a little bit better. And, and even if it's you know push comes to shove, I'll take the point.
0: So this game <laughs> in a primetime Sunday So, what's uh, the, the final score? Is like 17 10, the underhits? 17 10,
1: yeah. Yeah, that'd be it. That doesn't I, see it. Can, I can
0: I absolutely like... see that being the score.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Or like a fucking 14 like 10, even that, right?
2: like Unless there's a defensive touchdown or 9, some nine bad 6, overs. one of those
1: all field goal game type of things, right? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Could happen. Could happen. All right. Uh, excuse me monday nighter the indianapolis colts are headed to new orleans to take on the saints uh saints coming off a tough loss uh a little bit of an officiating bungle but i don't think that was i, I think if you're a saints fan and you think that cost you that game uh you're probably uh a little bit a 48 points yeah yeah you gave up a lot of <laughs> points <laughs> um Colts are heading into the Superdome, and the Saints are laying minus nine and a half. A uh, bit high for me, but uh, man, the Colts.
0: Shines worn off guys. the Colts here a little bit, eh?
1: Yeah, shines off the Colts. Their hurt skill position guys are all banged up. They're, they're, if it wasn't for the Eagles, we'd be talking about the Colts and how injury riddled they are at all the skill positions, but the Eagles are down to wide receiver seven and eight at this point. Um,. I just have this as a stay away. I have no interest in betting this game. What do you think, Craig?
0: Yeah, I kind of have a stay away, too. I think the, the Saints are going to win this game, but nine and a half is a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's not uh, It's not a money matter I'm, uh, I'm super pumped about, it, to be honest, but here we are.
1: That'd be all right. Get to watch the Saints offense do some stuff. Yeah, but, I guess. Uh, potential for this one to be a sneaky good game if the Colts can... can...
0: I just think the Saints are going to... Just... Well, yeah, maybe I should take the Saints minus a nine. I don't know. I just think they're going to blow them out. Yeah.
2: I'd, take, I'd take the Saints for uh, yeah. the Colts. I mean, I, I don't normally like laying that many points, but I think this is a situation where, you know, Winston was just able to air it out like crazy on the Colts. Um, no reason to think Drew Brees can't do the same, so uh, Camaro's going to run all over him too. I like the Saints here.
1: Camaro was kind of a fantasy goat. I mean, we talk, wasn't he? You, you talk about uh, – Yeah, he hasn't been good. Well, not, but like specifically last week, like last week was was a playoff week, or or uh, get into the playoff week, depending on, you know, certain weeks in in uh, depending on how your league set up. And didn't he have like forty four yards or something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, in, he wasn't in, that
2: big in, a, in yeah.
1: a. In a game where his team scored 40, 45 points or whatever the heck it was, and, yeah, pretty surprising. Yeah, that was bad. All right, so that's it for Week 15 in the National Football League. Uh, let's just go ahead and do some of our picks here. Um, Craig, you were four and one last week. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off for Week 15?
0: Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so I, Charlotte was pretty excited about my four and one, as you can. Yeah. Hear. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I hate the noise of a child's laughter. Just. <laughs> <it's serious.
0: laughs> I'm going to start with the Carolina Panthers plus a six. All right. Cincinnati Bengals plus the nine and a half. Mm. You heard me.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I always Dolphins.
1: feel like somebody's watching me. I Better got no privacy. <laughs> got the Bengals uh,
2: and the Dolphins. You're picking all the powerhouses this week. That's right. Yeah. I'm picking the so, Miami Dolphins.
1: Miami Dolphins. Yep.
2: Um,
1: that was a good pick. Miami, I think, was on the bubble for me, for as yep. far as my five. Yep.
0: Minnesota Vikings.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. It's a short and. Check.
0: That's a sharp pick. And uh, speaking of sharp picks, and I know it's six and a half, but I'll, I'll take the Raiders.
1: Okay. All right, Craig, laying some points this week. Um, I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to take Denver plus the 10. I'm going to take Pitt. Uh, I was very adamant about that earlier. I'm taking Pitt minus the two. I'm going to take Atlanta plus the 11. Uh, give me Washington plus the four and a half. And uh, I'm I'm gonna be with the sharps as well. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Rams and the pick 'em. That's gonna be my five. Uh, Bill Needles, take us home for Week 15, good sir.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm lining up with a few of you here. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Broncos and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I will take the Titans. Love them this week. Houston defense pours. Um, and I'll take the Buccaneers. Broken thumb at all. Mm. And then I will actually go against you here. I'm going to take the Bills. We'll see who wins that Sunday Nighter. It'll be a, at least something to care about when we're watching.
1: All right. Uh, that's it for this week. Crossover Podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast, soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. And we are now on Google Play and Spotify. Check us out there. Uh, Easy search. Just search the Crossover Podcast on Spotify or Google Play, and the podcast should pop right up. Um, That'll be it for this week. And, uh, sorry, that'll be it for this week as far as the NFL. But uh, stay tuned, because I think we're going to be back on Sunday or Monday, so not necessarily this week, but uh, we'll be back earlier than, than normal. Um, I'm gonna get the guys together, uh, the sixth episode of The Mandalorian airs on Friday, and I think I'm gonna get the gang back together to discuss the latest three episodes of The Mandalorian that have happened. A lot of people didn't like the last episode, and to those people I say, uh, you are against fun and uh go screw yourself for not yeah. enjoying that episode am
0: i allowed to say what they did that i thought was cool or i don't know people uh turn it well, off well you know what? you can turn it off Disney let's Fox. say
1: right now this is the end of the podcast we got no more football stuff so if you're worried about mandalorian spoilers turn it off now uh three two one that was your chance go ahead craig
2: they went to moss eisley
1: yeah i know and like <laughs> tatt- and it wasn't in that like yeah, you know they went to Tatooine. They went to Mos Eisley spaceport. We like the the dude that was hanging out there was sitting in the booth that um, uh, Han shot Greedo in. That was pretty cool. He's uh, the
2: Barney Gumble of Mos Eisley.
1: <laughs> exactly right. It was it was like it was it was it was fun. It was fun. Now like like did the episode advance the plot a shitload? No, but we were no, here's, still here's doing say. cool stuff in the yeah. desert, here's right? The, like, yeah.
0: Here's what I'll say. If it turns out that the Mandalorian is just the littlest hobo and the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda just go around helping people who need it, I am fine with that. I will exactly. watch that if show. If it's Lone
1: Wolf and Cub, if it's Samurai uh, Jack, if it's, if it's all that stuff where it's just... Cool. I prefer
0: littlest hobo. This is Canada Pierce. That's also sake.
1: good. Yeah, you made the Trailer Park Boys reference earlier. Yeah. But it's if it's just all bad guy of the week stuff and then... Yeah. The, but there's an overarching plot but we don't necessarily get to it every week, I don't care, right? Because it's like... Cool. As long as cool shit is happening, and cool shit was happening in that episode. Uh, anything to add to that one, Bill?
2: <laughs> I have not seen it,
1: but it okay. sounds riveting. Yeah, I mean it's good. It just, I, I, think people, I got a little, little, little too spoiled there, and right. were talking Plus,
2: about, like, was
1: when was like being good?
0: Uh, I said, for, I, I actually talked about this at work with some people. When was the last time a character with the marketability of Baby Yoda was invented? Frozen.
1: Yeah, that something that just swept the world. This, yeah, the, the, uh, like right off the off the hop like this. Uh, that is a very good poll to say Frozen yep. from you. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yep. that was huge when that happened. Right, yep. like yeah, Frozen merch everywhere. Baby Yoda. They can't get those Baby Yoda plushies and Funko Pops out fast enough for for people. So, but yeah. 100 percent uh but anyway you'll get more of this (laughs) this type of talk uh on our next episode as uh uh, we will discuss the next three episodes episodes four five and six of the mandalorian on the other side so stay tuned for that and then you guys will be back next week we'll dissect week 16 or week 15 talk about week 16 see if the patriots get caught cheating again my vote uh, is yes it's going Mm -hmm. off at minus 500 right now um will they get punished probably not but uh what are you gonna do it's it's a potato faces world and and we're all living in it uh craig needles bill needles always good talking to you take care you guys all right
0: see ya